What's going on with dancing stuff? What's happening with dancing things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dancing stuff? Hello? I, um... I, um... I don't have a guest again. I'm really, 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 really sorry. And, you know... There's all these opportunities to do that. Could have done it today with Harriet. Could have done it with Kim and Sam, but it just feels intrusive sometimes. You know, I just, just want to be with my friends, not be recording the conversation. Um, although what I am doing now is that I want to call people on FaceTime. So I can feel like I have a guest. Who should I call? Should I call Stuart? Mm. Mark, Russell, Jack. Well, I just called, tried to call Jack and Jeremy. They didn't pick up the phone. I know that Joe and Lauren would pick up the phone, but I feel bad because I called them a couple days ago. Let's see. Who should we call? Who should we call? Let's just call Stuart. He usually picks up. He'll be tired. Okay, ready? Okay. Pick up. Pick up the phone. Pick up. Uh, it's Thursday night. It's 9.35. I feel overwhelmed by work. My friends won't pick up the phone. Hello? I went to the Juilliard, um, winter, okay. Didn't answer. Went to the Juilliard winter New Dances concert last night with Pam. She was my date. I mean, I was her date. Incredible. I want to see all dance shows with Pam. Um, we moved seats after the first half so that we could have more, because it was too hot. We were surrounded by people, so we went over to the side, and we weren't surrounded by anybody, and that way we could talk, which was wonderful. Those kids, wow. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Juilliard kids can really dance. Oh, my phone's being weird. Oh, okay, it's still recording. Um, those kids, it's astonishing. Um, they did four new dances. The freshmen did Kylie Kwan. The sophomores did Rena Butler. The juniors did Norbert de la Cruz. And the seniors did a new Justin Peck dance. And just, you know, there's nothing like going to a Juilliard dance to make you feel like a failure as a dancer, which is fine. Like at this point, I'm, I don't have the same kind of feeling of inadequacy that I used to have when I go because I used to like actually be attempting to be a dancer as an adult and go to their shows and be like, why do I try? And now when I go, I'm like, well, thank God I don't have to confront this whole thing tomorrow, you know, in the mirror. Um, anyways, what else? What else? Harriet did a beautiful job designing porcelain, which premiered at the Met earlier this week. And her costumes were so beautiful. And I got to see Nick Mouse and Linda Murray. And they were there at the same time. And I almost took a picture because I couldn't believe it. But I did it! Because, again, feels intrusive. Can you believe I've only been recording for four minutes?
I don't know what I'm going to do. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, oh my God, Pen15. Are you watching Pen15? If you're not watching Pen15, I feel like, how can we connect? How can we be friends? <laughs> I feel like it's definitely not my life, right? But it is just this most unbelievable portrayal of being in middle school and those actresses are phenomenal and the writing is phenomenal and the parent actors are incredible and all the kid actors around them are so good and it's one of the only shows where I'm really LOLing and also like squish squish crying same time um please watch pen 15 I've been watching it bit by bit so that I don't just blow it all because it's just I know I'm gonna be sad when it's over um I also just got caught up on succession and there's such a funny part in this most recent episode involving a dick pic and I (laughs) couldn't believe it I truly couldn't believe it um I wonder if somebody calls at this point since I tried calling people and they didn't pick up. If they call back, is it going to mess up this recording? Well, I guess wishful thinking, right? If only someone would call and make this recording stop and that would be a perfect excuse to finish at precisely six minutes. I guess not. Um, have I seen anything else? I saw the Nutcracker. I think I told you about that. I went with Stuart last week. Um, did anything interesting happen over the weekend? I know I told you to see Come On, Come On and Dune. Um, I don't know. I haven't been giving... Have you been listening to podcasts? I mean, if you're listening to this one, if it's the only one you're listening to, that's pretty unbelievable. You know? But I am still enjoying Poog. I'm still enjoying Seek Treatment after all this time. I'm still enjoying... Attitudes! You know what I like? Um... I used to love groceries podcasts with Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson, but finding it a little more difficult now somehow. It, the novelty of it was thrill, and now it's kind of like it's an odd it's an odd premise for a podcast. But look, it's less odd than this. Um, the premise of this podcast being like tired middle aged gay arts person in New York tortures listeners by not planning for weekly episodes and yet continues to release weekly episodes out of guilt which is gorgeous um wait oh my gosh this is the week I'm supposed to talk about West Side Story because it's coming out now it came out today or tomorrow or something oh my god okay 
Should I do it? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to cry. It's so long. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to do a little West Side Story and perhaps at a future date, especially when Russell comes on to talk about um, feelings or facts, we can discuss West Side Story because I'm sure he'll see it soon. Okay, ready? West Side Story 2021! Starring um, Rachel Ziegler, um, an unknown as Maria Von Trapp. Um, I don't know what Maria's real last name is in this movie. I feel like we don't get last names. Tony. Tony, as portrayed by Ansel Elgort. Uh, Bernardo, as portrayed by David Alvarez. Anita, as portrayed by Ariana DeBose. Um, Riff, as portrayed by someone... Um, uh, who else? Who? Who knows? Who else is in this movie? Do you know? Uh, Rita Moreno plays Doc's widow, and Jeanette Delgado's in it, and also Adriana Pierce, and the Esty twins, and um, Harrison Cole, and Ricky Ubeda, and Andre from Miami City Ballet, and Ricky, Ricardo Zayas, he's in it a lot. Um, I think that's all I knew. Is that it? That might be it. Well, yeah. um, I saw Adriana Pierce last night after the Juilliard concert, and she, I had um, I went out to drinks with Eric Trope and Adriana Pierce, and they we did a little West Side Story talk shop shop talk. I got to ask some questions, and Adriana said she had a best, the great a great time on set. They had good craft services. She shot for a week and a half. But they had months and months of rehearsal leading up to it. Um, they had some trouble with shoes because the custom-made shoes that were originally made for all the dance dances, the shoes, the heels were too narrow, too small. So all the shoes had to be sent back and the heels replaced with chunkier heels. So keep your eyes out for the heels. I, I will if I see it again. Um, okay. Okay. Don't, 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 don't. Okay, spoilers. The movie opens cleverly with this kind of signage that says future home of performing arts center. And it shows an image of Lincoln Center because this whole kind of like low income area of New York did in fact get get torn down and the the people who live there got relocated um, for lack of a better word they were displaced and so that was nice to acknowledge some history there on the Upper West Side 
And then you start meeting the jets and the sharks and they they get into some kind of squabble and we meet the character of anybody's I don't know if there's an S at the end of that. And we also meet Bernardo and Riff and all the other young people. I found that the jets were sort of indistinguishable from one another. But by the end of the movie, less so. It just took a while for me. And also, the costumes are a bit on the nose for a film. And I understand that it's theater. It's a musical. But it's just the palette was really tight, you know? And that's just not real life. And this is a movie. It's not real life. But movies are an opportunity to, you know, ask questions about real life or participate in a conversation with real life. And this movie was more like I'm I'm in conversation with theater, except it's it's outside. It's it's immersive. There's close ups. The faces are extraordinary for movies. Um, but, you know, all of the, um, the white people in the movie were in this cool palette, blues and greens, and all of the Hispanic people, Puerto Rican population were in purples, reds, warmer colors, yellows even. And I was like, I don't know. I think it's a little bit too specific. It's a little hammered in the point a little too hard. Paul Taswell. Um, which is not to say there weren't costumes I liked. I, I especially liked a lot of the pieces that the Jets were wearing. I mean, a lot of people were wearing nice pieces of clothing. This wasn't a cheap endeavor. You know, this was a talent explosion talent and money um the dances were great full of energy just in pack sometimes i wished they would have spent more time panned out so that we could have like gotten a sense of the whole thing but again it's a movie it's not theater even though it was theater and my favorite dances were america out in the streets with Miss Charisma herself, Ariana DeBose, and David Alvarez as Bernardo and Cura de Bilay. And I loved Cool, the way that they, like, reinterpreted the Cool dramatic arc, the dramatic arc of Cool, I found to be more effective than the original. Although... I'm having doubts about my memory of the original, so maybe it was closer to the original than I remember, but I don't know. But at any rate, Ansel Elgort, who plays Tony, was in Cool, and I don't think that usually happens. I don't think Tony's usually in Cool. Am I wrong? Someone could tell me. But it's this great scene on a kind of like dock or something with holes in it and jumping over the holes and this gun and like throwing, maybe going to throw the gun in the hole and... Ansel Elgort was dancing and, you know, there's some press coming out, rolling out 
about how Ansel Elgort is the weak link of this movie, and that is uh, uh, just not true. I think people want that to be true for one reason or another, but Ansel Elgort gives a performance that feels very true to who this character is. And also, uh, it's a performance that has quite a bit of, you know, modulation because it goes from being this kind of like concerned, shut down young man who's been through a difficult situation. He's just trying to do his best quietly to somebody who gets himself in a ton of trouble because of incredibly powerful feelings. And I found that his incredibly powerful feelings were palpable on screen. And his reaction to hearing that Maria is dead, which she's not, tricks, is... What am I... What's the word? I don't want to think of the right adjective. It's really powerful. It feels very real, which is more than I can say for Rachel Ziegler in dramatic moments. Now, is Rachel Ziegler gorgeous? Undeniably. Can she sing? Absolutely. Can she act? I think they worked really hard to get a somewhat convincing performance out of this young novice actress. But there are parts of this movie that... I don't know if... I'm not going to say require because there are no requirements. But um, I would have liked to have seen somebody who could access a deeper and more nuanced well of emotion in a film. And this is not what we're getting from Rachel Ziegler, though I think she was well coached. Ariana DeBose does some really incredible things, both with comic timing and with the parts of the film where she has to um, communicate devastation, anger, fear, um, and I thought David Alvarez gave a very, a really standout performance. I think Riff was great. I, my honest feeling is that Rachel Ziegler is the weak link acting wise in this film. Um, do I think she was a good choice for Maria for the most part? Sure. Yeah. Um, also like, I, I, well, I'll get to this later, but I thought it was, um, unnecessary, uh, and a kind of like, I think sometimes people's nostalgia about the past can cloud, um, success in, in, in performance making and I think that's what the Rita Moreno situation is I mean I like Marita Moreno in the movie I think she does some nice things I like the plot point about her being the widow of Doc who is Puerto Rican and sort of sets up a precedent for this kind of relationship so Tony and Maria have something to reference and believe in in a way in their own quest towards love against all odds. However, the way that they styled Rita Moreno, this permed wig that they gave her, the way in which a face that has had so much 
21st century intervention could not be the face of an old woman in the 1950s. All of these things added up to my not being able to believe in Rita Moreno as the widow of Doc in the 1950s in a movie called West Side Story. Rita Moreno as Anita in the old times in the original movie, phenomenal, incredible performance of her life, well-deserved Oscar, etc., etc. Rita Moreno as this character, uh, it's, it's nostalgia casting, and that's okay. I mean, it wasn't disastrous by any means. Um, what else? What else? I thought the, some of the art design of this movie, meaning interiors, exteriors, was good. And then sometimes I was like, those are new windows. You know, I thought there were some oversights that felt strange considering the budget of the movie or that it is a Steven Spielberg production. I was like, we just fix that with computers, right? Um, but I liked the apartment interior at Maria and Anita's. I thought that was good. I mean, it was a little... What was it? No, I liked it. I liked it. I especially liked it in the scene where they were getting ready to go out. Getting ready to go out. I did find myself kind of, despite the, like, talent on display and, like, the me and feeling able to enjoy the music, enjoy the dances, enjoy the performances, I found myself sort of wondering why, why take on a project like this um, and not reimagine the time and place. Um, but, Okay. And I mean, I heard Steven Spielberg in a soundbite the other day say, like, he felt he needed to do it because it's a story that he wants to, it's a piece of art that he wants to share with, you know, current generation. So, like, his generation got to experience it, and now other generations are going to get to experience with fresh eyes or something like that. Sure. Sure. I mean, we keep going to see, you know, the Nutcracker and. But I, what, yeah, okay, I don't know. I don't know. But at any rate, um, I found the ending to be incredibly anticlimactic. I had already done some crying in other places of the film, but I struggled to feel sad for Maria and Tony in that last section, the last chapter of the movie. Um, that was my struggle. And again, I'm placing blame on Rachel Ziegler's performance. And at the same time, I also, I obviously forgive it. I mean, what, I mean, I have no stake in this project and obviously people shouldn't listen to me about, um, having critical thought toward West Side Story because I'm by no means, um, you should not defer to me on matters of musical theater in general. Um, I listened to some um, interview or read a story about Sondheim talking about how he didn't like the work that he did 
on West Side Story. I mean, he was 25 when he wrote it, and I think he felt that a lot of his text was sort of naive. He was particularly bothered by a line from I Feel Pretty. Which one? I Feel Charming. Oh, so charming? It's alarming how charming I feel? Look, I don't know if that's the line, but I I heard either Stephen Sondheim or Stephen Sondheim. Mm-mm, that's not right. So, oh my gosh, it was, it was on, it was on the Daily, and it was Michael Barbaro talking to some Sondheim historian about Sondheim's feelings on West Side Story. At any rate, you can go back to that episode, it was last week, to listen to that if you must. Is there anything else I can say about West Side Story? I still can't, I can't get over Ansel Elgort's face. Um, Ansel Elgort sings very well in a way that feels very natural. It feels like, you know, an inevitability, you know, when he's talking and then suddenly he's singing, you're like, yes, that is the voice that comes out of you. And it's very hard music to sing. This is not music that sits in like an incredibly narrow register. Like this is music that spans many notes and different registers and um, he does an admirable job. Um, yeah, it was fun. And it was fun being in the audience with people I know and feel excited for friends who are in it and look for Jeanette and watch Jeanette dance in red. And my goodness, it was fun. I'm so happy that everybody's so happy and relieved that it's finally out in the world. Um, is that good? I'll return to West Side Story when I have someone else to to kind of converse with around it because obviously here I am talking to myself about West Side Story. I'm also meant to watch The Power of the Dog. Jeremy recommended it and yet I, I've not yet had the bandwidth to lay down or sit down for two hours and Watch a movie with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, I had such a nice dinner with Sam Rack and Kim Brandt this week. And we ordered in Korean food. And what else is even happening? It's almost my birthday. A lot of birthdays this time of year. Um... I was meant to have dinner with Gretchen Smith tonight, but she had to cancel. And that's okay, because I was relieved. Relieved to just be able to be home, eat some tuna fish, watch Pen15. An incredible episode about running away from home. And now, here I am. Actually, I am enjoying talking to you, and I've woken myself up a bit. I just felt... I felt it was a, it was difficult getting into it and I'm sorry and I I did want to talk to someone on the phone um anyways I'm looking looking at the binding of feelings or facts and I'm nearly to the point where it's time to discuss the first hundred pages with you um I'm sorry to be so late to it after I teased it 
Are you listening to Celebrity Book Club? If you need to um, listen to people talk about books, I highly recommend Celebrity Book Club with Lily Murata and Stephen Phillips Horst. Very good show on radio. Um, and are you listening to Ask Rana? Wonderful show. I also recommend, you know, paying to be a Patreon member for all these things. You know, support podcast people. It's a, you know, it's a commitment and it provides a thing that most entertainment can't provide anymore. You know, it's television used to be a a weekly affair and television shows were given, you know, dozens of weeks of episodes and it's just not the case anymore. We're getting our TV shows in in 10 episode drops. Um I'm sure there are TV shows that people watch that still participate in old network structures like Grey's Anatomy. Oh my god. Stuart's calling. Okay, let's see what he has to say. Hello. I just got home to my apartment. Oh, beauty. You know you're on the podcast right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank God you sang so beautifully for it. (laughs) Okay. I think that's my only appearance. I'm going to let you go finish recording. No. Oh, should I be on the podcast for a minute? Yeah. And then I'm really going to end it because it's, I I began the podcast by trying to call you. Oh, well, did, okay, interesting. Well, I saw that you called, and then I almost FaceTimed you from the back of the cab on the way home. But then I thought, you know what? Let me just wait till I get home. I can, like, FaceTime proper. Are we talking yellow cab or an Uber? Uh, we're talking an Uber. Oh, how was it? What color? Uh, it was black. It was a black sedan. Windows cracked on a cold night. COVID precautions. Oh, I love that. Really cold night. It was a cold night. It was very cold. It's did, my favorite. Did you have dinner? I had dinner, I had dinner, and I had two margaritas. Whoa, you look relaxed. I feel exhausted. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, ditto. What, um, I had two open-faced tuna sandwiches, and I feel exhausted. What did you eat? I had um, fajitas, which is something that I never eat, but it was Thursday fajita night at this place, and... Um, that's what I ate. Oh, my mouth is watering for sautéed onions and peppers in a tortilla. Oh, interesting. I will say, when you said an open-faced tuna sandwich, I thought, hmm, what can I eat for my second, second dinner? dinner? You know, fajitas are the only way that I want to eat a bell pepper. Interesting. I will say, of the entire fajita experience, the part that I disliked the most was the bell pepper. And I placed the order. I felt pressured because there was a special menu for fajita night. And pretty much right after I placed it, I wish I'd gotten something else. Interesting. Well, because I just wish I'd gotten a fish taco, which is just as delicious, but minus the bell pepper, which we all know is not that good. Bell peppers are the worst vegetable. What, um, <laughs> what, what was the protein? Um, chicken, which was a bit of an impulse last minute purchase. You know, when, when I, about vegetarian, cause I'm, I'm experimenting with vegetarianism, uh, in, uh, intermittently these days. Yeah. What about tuna though? Does, is that count? Does that count? For a fajita? For vegetarianism. Oh, that's pescatarianism. Yeah, I know. But you know, as, as an aspiring vegetarian, will you have a canned tuna? For, for my second dinner? Yeah. I'm actually just going to have peanut butter and jelly on an English muffin. 
very vegetarian, in fact. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to eat meat now. It's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, I think peanut butter sounds nice for 10. Um, wait, I had one other thing, one other thing. You know, when I was at Interlochen, and parents would come and take kids out to have, like, a meal at a restaurant, at a strip mall. Uh-huh. Um, I, love, I love that. I love that. Oh, yeah. One of the highlights of going to boarding school for high school. Look. Well, I, I didn't go to boarding school, but I just love the idea of eating at a strip mall. Did my mom ever come? No. She dropped me off and she picked me up. So it certainly wasn't my mom taking us to Applebee's or Chili's. But this, you I, know. I grew, I grew up at Applebee's. I love Applebee's. So I have a question. Does Applebee's have fajitas or was that Chili's? Uh, Chili's probably had fajitas. Applebee's would have like a like a Southwest chicken wrap. Right. So I did make a habit when parents would take me to Chili's, others' parents, of ordering chicken fajitas. And I took such great pleasure in having the the dish come sizzling to me with warm tortillas. That, I mean, okay, so that is the most thrilling part is when you get the plate with the warm tortillas. Did that happen to you today? Yeah, but you know what's like, I, you know what's stressful about eating tortillas? Is they bring that like sizzling platter out with everything else on it. You can't touch it. You burn yourself. Oh yeah, you're well. You're impulsive. Wait, I'm I'm impulsive and I'm clumsy, so I don't do well with like a hot. Well, you're impulsive and you're compulsive. So like, I can see you being like, I know I'm not supposed to touch that handle, but all I want to do now is touch it. That is exactly what happened. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. Which is like, he put the plate in front of me and he was like, it's really hot. And then in my mind, I was like, touch the plate. Yeah, of course. You're like, well, now I have to touch it. I really want to touch it. I was like, I was like, now, now I absolutely must touch the plate. Now that you said don't touch the plate, I absolutely have to touch it. This I know of you. This I know of you. Wait, are you watching Pen15? I've watched the first episode, but I couldn't focus because I watched it on a night when I was, like, really stressed. So I, like, got through the bat mitzvah episode where she sang, like, her pop rendition of her um, of her Torah portion, which was incredible. But I'm going to wait to watch the rest for a time where I can focus more. Okay, are you watching Succession? I, uh, same, same exact story with Succession. Right now, all I can watch is Australian Survivor. Oy. I know, I know, I know. You know, I had a date with Pam last night at the Juilliard New Dances concert, and she was... The... I saw an ad for that, and I almost texted you to see if you wanted to go this weekend. Um, no. I mean, okay. I already went. Well, now that you already saw it, I would never I would never even imagine inviting someone to go see a boring dance concert twice in a row. Right. I mean, I did sleep through some of it. I won't say which parts, but... I can guess. Yeah, don't. <laughs> um, but those kids are so talented. Well, I mean, they're the TikTok kids now. They're the competition kids. It's, they can, I can't believe what their bodies can do. Well, I mean, we're old now, so... I know. Okay. We, well, you know what? We used to be young, but we were never like that. I was definitely not like that. You were, you were different, though. You could fold your back in half. I could do that. I could do that. Maybe I I would have, had I had people around me like that, I would have become like that. But I'm not so sure. I don't think that either of us would have ever become like that. I mean, I definitely would never have been like that. I can't twirl in the way that these kids can. They can just go round and around and around and around. But their training is different because they go to all these competition schools. I know they're all like dancing on industrial carpet in hotel ballrooms. I've never <clears throat> hotel ballroom. I've just been to hotel breakfast on tour. Oh, I do. Mm, 
hotel breakfast. I always like feel excited when they have like machines that make waffles or pancakes or something, but then it, it's not great. You know what I love? What? Eggs from eggs from a carton. Ew. Like, like I don't want to. I don't want to see the carton, but I love to eat a scrambled egg from like a hot platter, knowing that it came poured out of like an egg carton. Why? Just like Holiday Inn Express morning meal. I don't know. I also love like. This is probably the compulsive part of me too, but like when you can take a yogurt, taking like ten. Oh my! You're so. <laughs> That's like when the first time you stay in a hotel when you're eleven, and you're like, I will take all the jam. No, like when you're staying in a hotel, it's like. Okay, have you ever been to Mansi? No. Okay. When you're staying in a hotel, it's like a Holiday Inn Express where like you have a suite with. Have you ever stayed in the Citadine? Oh yeah. You want to stock your fridge full of shit so you can have a snack. Oh, and you just steal all the yogurts. Yeah, you take all the yogurts and you have like a bunch of yogurts in your fridge and you have a good good bowel movement. Look, I was a poor dancer in Shenway and we definitely like would take all the food from the bre- free breakfast at the hotel to be lunch, you know? Wait, can I tell a story? Yeah. <laughs> you know about being poor dancers when Shayla and I were in Bill T. Jones? This is not about breakfast or stealing food. It's just about food. And... We were in a piece called Blind Date, and, like, doesn't matter. Like, we had the smallest parts in it. So we would just hang out in the green room and, like, eat the snacks in the green room. And one time we were in the green room, and we just, like, completely missed our entrance. (laughs) Wait, but was it important that you be there? No. I mean, yeah, I guess not, because showing on. I don't even even think anyone noticed. Are you kidding? You didn't get in trouble? Mm, not that I can remember. <laughs> like, Janet didn't come back and be like, excuse me. Janet was probably like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Were you so scared when you realized what was happening? No, 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 no. We just laughed. People improvised all the time. But wait, like, where where were you? Did you already say? I don't remember. Brazil? <laughs> a good green room, obviously. Oh my God, speaking in Brazil, I got a new pair of Melissa's. I don't even know what that means. Jelly shoes. Oh, are they Brazilian? They are Brazilian, yes. I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow. It looks really good. Uh, it's long and it's a, it's kind of quaffed right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get it trimmed up. Wow, all my friends have gray hair, and now I do too. Your hair got gray really fast. I know. Um, don't right, I know it. Time for me to go to bed. This was a nice. Yeah, me night. too. Thanks for chatting. All right. Love you. Bye. Okay, bye. I can't end it. Oh, there we go. Um, And bye to you, too, everybody. It's been nice, right? It was nice to see Stuart and, um, and, and he was such a help in expanding this episode, which is now 39 minutes, which seems like a great length. I will see you next week for something. Um, No promises because that hasn't been working out. Okay, love you. Bye.